Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, James. Hello. Hi, James. Hello, our lovely friend, James. It's so good to see you. I've missed you like the desert misses the rain. I don't think that's going too far. <laughs> epic thing. Yeah, oh, wow. that's as epic as we can be. Oh God, you'd be good at that, James. You're a singer, aren't you? You sing in a band. Well, yeah. People try and stop me singing as often as possible, but um, I don't think yeah. I've seen you sing, have I? But I can imagine you bloody belt it out. I think uh, the th- feedback that I get from my singing is people go, "Oh, it's nice how much you enjoy it, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> Look at him trying his bloody best. <laughs> Look, he loves to sing. It's just so infectious. So, for people who can't see James, which is all of you, he's got um, a very big beard. He looks like oh. the type of guy that could belt out the Epic Things theme song, and it would he be really a, does. It would be a hit. Yeah, yeah. It, in the I've canon... said this before, James, uh, but you look a lot like Thor. Do you get that a lot? You really do. Like how Thor should look. If I was casting it, I'd definitely (laughs) cast you over that bloody dweeb. Yeah, Yeah, I very much get Chris Hemsworth has let himself go. That's the... (laughs) (laughs) Or bloody... Do you know what? I read a love... I had a lovely moment where I read a a little tweet. I have a lot... I've got quite into Twitter recently, having Mm -hmm. like not looked at it for years. And uh, sadly, quite a lot of my happy moments at the minute are from tweets people have done which is quite tragic (laughs) isn't it but there was a great one where they were just talking about um a guy they were just uh, it was basically i can't remember what they but they did it in a very funny way but they're basically saying how a lot of people who are incels which isn't a nice word to call people is it but how they kind of think women hate them because they're not cut you know they're not like chris hemsworth or whatever mm. um and this person was saying it's actually just probably because you're really rude and not very nice and <laughs> yeah, yeah. stuff. because actually yeah. women really like blokes who have a bit of meat and a bit of you know or like, just yeah it's I quite, think, or just or, or, or actually it doesn't matter it's just being a, a, a nice person or whatever. yeah they have a, or, they have a know, sense of humor or they're nice or yeah or like but it's just a lovely moment where i went oh actually fuck it doesn't matter does it i'm fine like, because sometimes I get quite stressed about bits of flab and stuff, you know. Mm. Not that you're, it makes me sound like I'm saying James is flabby. He's not I, at all. He's a very, I mean, very handsome man. But I did, I weighed moment. myself for the first time in many, I, I, I'm not aware, but I was, because I'm touring at the moment. So I was staying at someone's house and yeah. uh, they had scales. So I was like, oh, why not? Um, I found out that I need to ideally be the same way I, I was when I was 20. And that is three stone. <laughs> I've got three stone to lose. That's my target, which is 20 kilograms, which is... You can do that, James. You can So do that. much. <laughs> no, you know, you can do it, buddy. Uh, not to advertise uh, uh, another thing, but Noom, me and Kat have done it, and we've both lost... I've lost one and a half. She's lost three. It's very wow. good. What's very Noom? good. But also, I stress that... I hasten to add, I think you uh, don't need to because you look beautiful. Thank you. you. Yeah, I feel very fine in my body. It's just uh, my organs aren't doing as well as they could be. And you're like... Health reasons. And my knees hurt. And you're just like, the simplest way of stopping my knees hurting is just taking the weight off, isn't it? Most of that's in the beard, though, probably. 
Yeah, a lot of it. Is I, think, just, I, think... I think it's just food that's collected there. <laughs> just, yeah, old bits. It's all those irons you hang off it. Yeah, that is weights. true. I do hang a lot of irons it's off impressive. my bed. It's... <laughs> that's what they say about James Rowland. Um, yes, so, and Edinburgh as well. So James was in Edim- at the Edinburgh Festival with us. We're still banging on about it. We will for the rest of our lives, I imagine. Yeah. But James had a wonderful show really called good Learning show. to Fly, which I would put in the epic thing. I will put in an epic thing, but we're it really was. now. So I'm not going to put it as an epic thing, but I would. Uh, <laughs> it's just wonderful. If, you, if I wasn't talking to you about other things, I would yeah, put yeah, your yeah. show in, the epic things. But it really was amazing. And uh, me and Pete went to see it. And it was in this um, venue that's, uh, uh, what's it called? An autopsy room. Is that what it is? Yeah, is it was okay? the anatomy lecture theatre. But yeah, it used to anatomy be Anatomy lecture theatre. They took apart animals to teach training vets how to treat them. Yeah. Wow. But James, you're taking it on tour now. Um, so go see James in Learning's Fly. Don't need to tell you anything about it because I think yeah. anything we tell you would spoil it. It's a really, really good show. And um, while we were in Edinburgh, James had a review in the, was it The Guardian, James? Yeah. Um, yeah, this review came out and it was so glowing that the rest of his run just sold out overnight, basically, which was well-deserved yeah. because what a show, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what a show. What a wonderful Look at show. us, all three of us, three of my favourite shows at the Fringe. Um, yeah, there you go. There you go. And we formed a little crew, didn't we, we in did. Edinburgh? Mm-hmm. With our the dear crew, friend Paddy Jervis. The crew we were was, called the crew. We were called the crew. It's very clever of us. Uh, and our activities literally involved drinking red wine. I think that was it. But yeah. That's, yeah. that's all you need from a crew. Uh, we were and kind of an emotional, our... emotional support crew, weren't we? It was an emotional support. Yeah. It was a very, I, think, I believe they're known as soft lads, or we're known mm-hmm. as soft lads. Is that the <laughs> phrase people use, soft lads? Very much imagine. a group of soft lads just making each other feel okay. I think we yeah. probably only met about three times, didn't we? But in my head, we were like it felt very together consistent. all day, every day. Yeah. yeah. It did. When you're alone and out there, you know, it's good. You've got to, you've got to form a crew, guys. That's what I say. <laughs> we, we, we bang on about the fringe a lot. And for people who don't know, which is like a lot of people, it's basically what, what, what typically happens there is you do, you do a show, typically a one hour show every day for a whole month and you live on pretty much kebabs and alcohol. And it's, mm. and it's kind of great because you're doing these shows and getting reviews and stuff. But it's also exhausting and kind of, can be horrible especially if you get a bad review or if you're just knackered mm. or like this diet and the alcohol gets to you so genuinely it is use it was really nice to just have this little a little emotional support uh crew to have a little bit of wine with absolutely and then, yeah and um, again with the with the health thing i definitely came away from red road going even though i do quite a lot for my health but i was like fuck i've just got to because I want to keep doing that. And I love yeah. it. I came away really going, do you know what? Of all the things I've done in my life, this is the thing I enjoy the most. Yeah. Uh, even more than filming and stuff, you know. Um, obviously, I want to keep, please, people that make TV <laughs> and film, do not stop. Colin, as them. Colin's lawyer, but... I'd just like to say, no more TV <laughs> offers. It's all over. Just the stage. Uh, no, actually, I want to make the statement on this podcast, I've now retired from TV and film. <laughs> and I'm only... <laughs> I'm living purely off the minus amount you get from a Edinburgh festival. But um uh yeah, but it but I yeah, definitely came away. God, I've really gotta sort out 
you know you, you need to be beyond fit don't you to do that kind of thing after a while you, the well, you were climbing of... a bloody mountain every day i was climbing a bloody mountain every day this but, mountain yeah. called arthur's seat in edinburgh and uh, colin was uh, up there like scampering up there like a little, <laughs> like a little i don't know what scampers that mountain mountain like, goat a mountain goat there we go uh, that's what it was up or to. a mountain scamper is that a thing <laughs> yeah, probably. mountain scampy the mountain scamper <laughs> oh, that sounds like a slightly creepy children's book you know? Beware the mountain scamper. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. So let's talk about epic things. Let's do it. Enough about us. So, uh, (laughs) but Paddy, the fourth member of the crew, will be um, coming on the show. And and then at some point in the future, all four of us will do an epic things, epic crew thing, I think. Yeah, that'd be exciting. As if anyone knows or cares what that means. But to no, us, it means a hell do. of a lot. We I think, it means I think a hell you of a get lot. to set the premise, though. So by by it even does. saying it matters, it does. Yeah. In the world of this it podcast, it's yeah. important. It's part of the law. Yeah. yeah. And we, we it are does the matter. law. <laughs> I know you meant law, <laughs> L-O-R-E, but I meant it, L-A-W. Yeah. James, have you brought us an epic thing to whack I, upon the table? I certainly have. It's quite big. <laughs> It sounds like it's going to be your willy. It's quite big. Is it going it's, to be your willy? <laughs> is it your willy? It's quite James? big and it's quite wet. Um, oh boy, it's his willy. <laughs> and it might not fit on the table. <laughs> <laughs> it's swimming. Oh, really? wow. Naked with your willy out? Hey, it's a broad church. Honestly, I feel like swimming is a very broad category. There are many yeah. subsections of it that I love. Naked yeah. swimming is one of life's great pleasures as well. Are you, Have you are ever you actually done naked swimmer? swimming? Yeah, I've done naked swimming. It's not... I've never been an exhibitionist, but I have a pretty equiv- like equivocal attitude to my own nudity. I basically, as long as it doesn't feel super like performative or observed, there are lots of contexts where you can get naked where it really feels like people are really looking at you being naked. I love mm. it. I love being naked, but without <laughs> right. any feeling of judgment being in the space. So, so a bit of, um, I always have a birthday with one of my friends on the Hampstead Heath because we're both lucky to be July babies. And um, every year, more or less, we break into the swimming ponds after they've closed. And you take your, you get in and then take your swimming shorts off, put them on the side, have a lovely naked swim. And then nobody's, nobody's fussed. Lovely. Oh, wonderful! Tell wonderful. About, and what? What, is what it about time do they close? Oh, oh God! So many questions. <laughs> so many questions. I'm just getting admin. And what time does it close? I, I think they close like. I need, can I get there today? Can we? <laughs> what's their policy on petting, bombing, ducking? I think. Uh, yeah, strictly like all of those things are strictly off the table. In fact, once we went too early because it was getting quite midgy on the heath. And so everyone was like, let's leave. Let's not wait. And I was like, this is too, it's too early. It's closed too recently. Mm. It's not going to be right. And sure enough, we did get stopped by the park police. Five oh, Yeah, exactly. The pigs came and stopped me (laughs) swimming. And they're allowed to carry guns, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It's bad. On Hampstead, only on Hampstead Heath. Um, but lovely, yeah. Tell us a bit about swimming, James. Yeah, why what do you love so much about so swimming? Good. So there are only two sort of places where I feel like, like in a flow state, in a like a mindful, happy, content, fully, and one of them is performing. But I think that's something that is conditional on like 
getting an audience and like there's other people involved. Whereas swimming is just something that you can do on your own, more or less. You just have to find some water, don't you? And it's sort of something that from when you learn, because you both got kids, I also sort of chose it because I want to hear you talking about where you're at with your kids and swimming as well. Because (laughs) one of the things that I sort of love about it, in my memory, I had a pretty difficult relationship with my dad. But in my memory, I remember being small enough to hold onto his back in a swimming pool when he sort of swam underwater. And that being like this amazing feeling, like it's one of my few childhood memories that I really feel wonderful. Um, And so I wanted to hear about where sort of where where your sort of kids are at with swimming and stuff. I'm glad you've said that, James, because I have to remind myself of that, because actually, in actual fact, from an adult's perspective, when you take the kids swimming for about 10 minutes, it is quite like, you know, and you're picking them up and and then it's just so boring (laughs) because (laughs) you're basically depending on what level they're at so my kids i don't feel like we haven't taught them enough yet uh the the older one is is getting there the younger one hasn't got a chance but loves it (laughs) but Mm. when we first took him in he used to scream and scream he like almost like he was phobic of water Uh, like proper terrified of it but now he's so just getting him in and him enjoying it is like the big Mm. boon but basically you just spend the whole time walking from one end to the other holding them yeah (laughs) it really kills your knees so at first it's like hey this is fun then you're like okay we're going back again here we go here we go and even now my daughter can swim uh to some degree but you're still kind of i'm still like she's not swimming enough that i can sort of take my eye off her really Mm. so i'm still kind of slowly walking backwards keeping an eye on her whilst holding my son who's like punching me or something, you know? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> not to burst the bubble of your, uh, no, no, memory, but, but it's, um, but it's that's all part... the cold, hard reality. of it. <laughs> <laughs> your dreams, there's, ashes, there's piss ashes in the pool. <laughs> there's other people's kids, which are the worst thing. Cause they're always rough as fuck and jumping in and throwing water at each other and all this stuff, you know? Uh, so it's, um, yeah. Sometimes it's lovely. If you go on holiday and there's like a little pool somewhere in a hotel and there's just you or maybe one of a family, then it's nicer. But, you know, when you're in a public bath, I tell you what I hate more than anything is... Sorry, I'm really ruining your epic thing. But I hate... No, no, I love it. I'm into it. (laughs) Going through the changing rooms and that shit is just... You know, when you hear a parent going, look, will you just put them on? Will you please just put them back on? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, it's a rough time. You're not dry. What are you doing? And then they drop their pants in a fucking pool of water or something. They're fucking wet now. You know. So I find it... And it's all stink. Always, every changing room stinks of piss. (laughs) Is that because you piss in them? Uh, no, it's because I piss myself. So I walk in. <laughs> I'm just terrified of swimming, so I always piss myself. Yeah. But anyway, that's my... That's Pete, yeah, do you it's... have a similar experience? <laughs> yeah, basically, it's, it's very stressful. I mean, actually, to be honest, Alex, so my wife normally takes the kids because I'm always off doing various corporate magic jobs all over the place. But but um, when I do take them, yeah, it's... it's that magic won't of, do itself. You magic know? will not that's do itself. That's what magicians always say. They're always saying that, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's sort of that stressful thing of like, you don't want to turn your back on one of them in case they suddenly drown. There's all that. Mm. There's like actual... There's not yeah. often when you're playing with your kids when there's a life and death element to it, but with swimming there is. Um, but I am glad that as well that you said that, James, about, you know, like, it's those little kind of memories, um, like hanging onto your dad's back or whatever, that 
you kind of forget how for a kid almost any little thing can be one of those memories mm, and, and, yeah. and and so you you sort of short should sort of act more like you know when you're a parent you should act more like like you might be creating those kind of memories i don't mean like may turning trying to turn everything into this big moment but just mm. just appreciating the little things more so yeah. um so and it's always those little things that really resonate with them which you don't realize at the time yeah Maybe something they come out with yeah it's the tiniest thing that they love you know when we moved our uh, front room, when we moved the furniture around once, in quite an epic things way, mm. in that the sofa is now in the middle of the room, which sounds mad, wow. but it works. I don't know why, but it works. Uh, I do know why, because the view is over there. So, But um, we, my son came up to me, <laughs> and he, uh, we were like, oh, look, we've changed the room around. And my daughter was quite like quite into it straight away. My son was just totally silent, and then came up to me about 10 minutes later and just went, you have destroyed my favourite place. <laughs> you told me this before. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. He said you have ruined. He said you have ruined my favourite place. Oh, so seriously. Like, oh, oh my God. But my, but talking about lovely things with your dad, uh, my thing that I always remember, and I do do this with my kids because I remember it, and they did love it as well, was just putting my hands together like that. Uh, you can't see He's this. Interlocking his podcast. fingers. Interlocking my fingers. Mm. Um, and they just have to pull your fingers apart. They just have to pull mm. your hands apart. Is this oh in, in, God, kid, in the water or just in life? In, in, no, just the, in life. It's not yeah, just swimming, but right. sitting on my dad's big, he had a lovely big belly. Uh, <laughs> he was not scared of the belly, but I, um, yeah, just sitting and trying to prise his hands apart felt like so special. And I felt so, yeah. you know what I mean? As a kid, it was the most wonderful thing yeah um, so, so I've, I've elaborated somewhat and i say it's the fingers of doom yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a, and i it's say no thing. one can break the fingers of doom so i, <laughs> I basically turned it into my, my own performance <laughs> it's about me not them is what i'm saying <laughs> but yeah sorry james please no 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 i was just like how much i mean because i don't know if i'm supposed to be pitching swimming like really trying to get sell you on it no 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 just just chat tell, about tell it. us what it is to we you we just chat about it. stuff dude yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. But like, I, I think in the sense of um, things evolving and change. So like when I was, so it's associated for me, it's associated with some of my happiest memories when I was a kid. It's like holidays as well, mm. as well as, you know, as well as that specific thing. Mm. Also holidays, you know, that's where you go and swim the most. And now as a grown up, it always feels great, especially if you like swimming outside. So I've been yeah. lucky enough to like tour a bit internationally where water is famously warmer, um, which is quite important Wonderful. for outdoor swimming. It's more, it's nicer. Like it is nicer to swim in warm water than it is in cold water. In, it's yeah. not as good for you, but it is a lot nicer. Mm. And I'll always remember those things going for a swim more than I'll remember the shows that I've done, like things like that yeah. even. So do you swim like, yeah. like, were you always, basically what I'm asking is how often do you swim, I guess is the question. Is it like whenever you've got a gig somewhere, you will find a way to swim? Or is it just that like, you found, you've noticed that you sometimes do that and it's always good? Well, in the, in the spirit of the crew, which I, I think we all found quite a, like a good place of, you know, men talking about our feelings. I haven't actually. I so You've never been I, swimming. I haven't ever <laughs> swum. <laughs> I've never actually I've never I've never seen water. Oh, uh, God. Wow. <laughs> it's why I can't ever come to Brighton. Oh, 
I can't ever come and see. You'd be like a spooked horse. (laughs) You know where they don't put the blinkers on and like someone does a party popper near the horse. Uh, Yeah, fuck. Oh, my my computer's just frozen. Can you all still hear me? Yeah, I can Uh, hear you fine. It's Uh, a good, you're in a great position. Yeah, you look good. You look like you're doing a bit of ABBA choreography. (laughs) I am. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna hit save just. In oh, case you're I... back. You're oh, back, okay, buddy. good. All right, um, good. I, so, I'm... Oh, sorry. So, what were you gonna say? <laughs> you, 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 yeah. you've never been. You've never been. Working. I, I haven't been swimming. So, we talked a lot about our mental health when we're in Edinburgh because you know when you're when you're tired when you're working hard, it mm. is famously a place. It's not easy to look after yourself when you're that sort mm. of engulfed in things. Um, and it's one of the reasons why I think we we all enjoyed hanging out so much. Um, I have been massively depressed for the last year, so I've not actually been swimming for quite a long time. But when Colin messaged me going like, "What are you going to talk about?" I was on my train to my gig yesterday, and I didn't really think. I just put swimming, and then I was like, "Well, that's that's interesting, isn't it?" <laughs> because well, that just popped up, yeah, yeah, I do love it. I really love it, but I haven't actually. I, the last time I went swimming, I think, was in, like, February. Um, because it's it feels like... And I'm much better now. Like, I think I was definitely having quite a breakdown. But performance is really good for me. It's a really good sort of yeah. medicine. And so doing my job again is really nice. Oh, um, God, and yeah. I'm in quite, quite good shape now. Um, not physically, as was addressed, but mentally. <laughs> <laughs> and also... Great. And also mental health and physical health are the same thing, aren't they? That's what we've got they to really remember. Are, yeah. <laughs> and um, it's really annoying. I in my Anna Man show about depression, I, I I had this whole bit about how you go to the doctor and what's the answer? Running. Have you tried running? <laughs> That's what they always <laughs> fucking say. And in my, in my show I'm like, just give me a fucking pill, you bastard. Just give me a pill to take it away. <laughs> And they're like, or you could go running, you know, <laughs> perhaps do a little yoga, you know, but it is true. I mean, running is, is not so fun. And I, I think you don't, it's nice to hear that you love it, James, but you don't, because I thought maybe you were going to say quite a few people, especially actors and performers, like, yep, I go down to the sea or the thingy every day at six and I do it every day, you know, which is also cool and good on them. But it, mm. uh, I think to you, it sounds just more like a healing balm when you need yeah. it every now and again. You and know? it's a part it's, of uh, like, it's a part of, I've 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 never sort of regretted going swimming, but I think yeah. I'm quite I'm quite bad at maintaining things that are good for me. Mm, yeah, right. and it is that annoying thing you just have you you you're not going swimming because you you've had depression, but your depression yeah. would be eased if you went swimming. Is that yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah? Catch twenty two, like, get stuck in, isn't it? An aruberant <clears throat> knot of uh, of depression, but it is like I think it is a phenomenal thing. It's like not just like I say, like talking about, it's something that is, seems to be to me fundamentally something that you can only really do on your own. Like obviously you can be with other people in water, but Mm. when you're swimming sort of to swim properly, you have to put your head under the water. You have to be sort of, and there aren't many things that I can do on my own where I don't hate it. Yeah. And s- swimming, like I don't deal well with my own company. I much prefer yeah. to be with other yeah. people. Same here. Uh, I'm, I'm, um, kind of, I'm, I'm very comfortable being a weird little hermit. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no, but yeah. Um, when James, you must come down to to Brighton and see us soon, absolutely. anyway. But we, when you come, make sure we go to Salt Dean, which is Ooh. just down the road, and it has Ooh, this yeah. amazing 
little a bit of sea that uh, people don't, not so many people go to. Plus there's nice. a, ca- a beautiful cafe there. But that, when you said about the flow state, I've definitely experienced that where you just go out when it's calm, mm. you go out and you just feel like you're in space. It's one, like you're just floating in space, you know? Yeah. Um, wow. And just out there in the sea. Oh, it's the most wonderful thing. Anyway, I think we should, should take a break there. Yeah. Hey. I've remembered to say it. Yes. Good work. We'll have a little break. Here's an advert. He's a fucking advert. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we're back with epic things with James <laughs> Rowland. We're back. They will Who's never just know told us... we, we didn't go anywhere. No, we didn't actually go anywhere. Who's just told us about the epic thing of swimming. And uh, it's beautiful. Thank you, James. Thank you for that, my darling. You're very welcome. Thank you for yeah, that. Enjoyed Thank that. Uh, Pete, do you want to throw in your epic thing? Yeah. I'm just aware of the time. Sorry. It's we yeah, would yeah. got to keep it on forever, wouldn't we? Got to keep snip snip. That's what they say. But they do say that. Um, <laughs> my, epic, my epic thing is the works of Mitch Hedberg. So Mitch Hedberg is a comedian. I know you both probably know that. James, are you familiar with Mitch? I know what? of him. I've never ah, seen yeah. his work. No, okay. I'm, I'm sort of the same, actually. He's one of those people everyone tells me to, to get into, and I have only when people have shown me yeah sure oh, well, please, well there's, yeah, Pete, there's tell us I'll, put, I'll put a little link in the description um of the podcast so people can watch some of his youtube stuff there's loads of stuff of his on youtube and like including there's a little documentary about him which is great but basically he is or, or is a rather rather was a an american comedian uh like a stand-up comedian and he is just so he so he, he died it was quite tragically he died at the age of i think 37 from a drug overdose so he was he was doing a lot of drugs um and uh yeah and it and it killed him unfortunately um but he he's just such a such a great joyful comedian to watch and basically so he, his type of jokes are very they're these sort of one-liners and they're always slightly surreal and they're always um like this kind of off kilter almost like the thoughts that a stone man might have or woman um like you know while you're in the shower or something you know you get those weird little weird little thoughts i'll, I'll, I'll read out i've never been this. stoned in the shower I don't no think. i know I, i'm combining that two would be things horrific, there aren't i yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> you know you know you have those like shower thoughts oh, where you find yourself thinking about something but that's something random anyway, um so yeah his yeah it, so, so it's two things. His, his, I, lo- I love his jokes, but also like the, the way he delivers them. If you watch any of his videos, he's obviously like a really sort of a really shy, nervous, but really lovely man. And he's got this sort of New Jersey accent and he sounds a bit like Top Cat or something. <laughs> he's got this like drawling kind of um, 
slow. Uh, just the way he speaks is is really um, it's just really entertaining in itself. Uh, and he's he always wears big sunglasses, and he often has his eyes closed while he's standing on stage because he's it's like he can't quite handle the audience. And he does bits where he'll, he'll turn and face the back wall for a bit and wander up towards the back, the, you know, the back of the stage. Oh. So he's really and he sort of shakes the mic back and forth with this kind of nervous energy the whole time. But not, sometimes when you're watching someone nervous, it's horrible because you feel really bad for them. But he's clearly like enjoying yeah. himself, but he just doesn't know quite how to. Like, he it's a fine line, that himself. isn't it? Having done a lot of gigs and seen a lot of comics like yeah. that, that fine line between when they first come on you're like are they obviously because obviously i think also a lot of comics are neurodiverse yeah uh, as we're discovering um and you had mentioned the adhd at some point ting. <laughs> yeah. but um but yeah there's that weird line where it's like are they able to be in control even though they have those things do you know, do you know? yeah yeah as, exactly. as, it's, it's hard to say it well that's not bad but as in it's always that moment where you're like oh because if someone's too nervous you just can't you know, I used to work with a guy who literally hide behind the stereo on stage, like not the stereo, but like the oh, speaker, right, yeah. as you were performing because he just couldn't <laughs> be seen. Do you know what I mean? So it's that weird line yeah. where you can. T- it is again like the thing of turning it into a superpower, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's such I... a cheesy thing to say, but it's, I say it to <laughs> oh. children. But no, no, it makes sense. But, yeah. um, get... <clears throat> but yes, I, I love basically. I love. I love Mitch Hedberg, and I think it's, it's this sort of joyful. It's a joyful thing to watch. Um, like one one of his. Um, so I'm just bringing up a list of some of his jokes because he's just he's just a funny guy. Um, but yeah, it, there's something about how lovable he is. He's so so likable. He just seems like such a cool, nice guy. But um, which is weird. it's weird to sort of get that sense from someone like like a stand up. You can you can normally get a bit of a sense of what they're like as a person, but because they're just doing, especially if they're just doing one liners, you don't really normally yeah. get a sense of them as a person. But you really do. With um that's pete that's nice as well because that's he was sort of operating at a time where most comics certainly in britain were that kind of thing that i now find quite cringe where they're quite sneery oh yeah no he's ab- not ab- above you looking down on you yeah. and there's that sort of sense of like oh do you know what i mean like almost yeah. like i'm annoyed exactly. by your presence kind of thing mm. yeah which yeah, was a very sort of 90s early 2000s yeah definitely thing. yeah um, and he's so not really, that at I remember all russell howard um uh I don't mean that in a name droppy way, but um, when we used to do things together and stuff, he uh, he was always talking about Mitch Hexberg. He was a ma- I think he was oh, really? very influenced by him. Yeah, oh, yeah. cool. He's a big yeah, fan. He's, yeah, he's so good. Like, so, so some of his stuff is just really, really. A lot of his jokes are just really silly, but they're funny. Like mm. he goes, uh, "Rice is good if you're hungry and you want to eat two thousand of something." <laughs> right. Or, um, or like um, I'm just gonna find. Well, he does the thing about an escalator can never really break; it can only become stairs, and there should be a sign. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah. There should be a sign instead of escalator out of order, which is an escalator temporarily stairs. Um, <laughs> I'm against picketing. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so that's good. So lovely. Um, I'm against picketing, but I don't know how to show it. Uh, <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> The, the, de- the depressing thing about tennis is that no matter how good I get, I'll never be as good as a wall. <laughs> Great. Um, and there's, there's just loads of them. Um, Great. Uh, one more, Pete. Uh, yeah, one more, one please. More. I'm loving him. <laughs> this, is, this is dumb, but <laughs> I wear a necklace because I want to know when I'm upside down. I like to think if he was here, he'd be part of the crew. Oh, he would. He's oh, yeah. bloody lovely. I, I like to think. God, that like, sounds like I'm saying we're as funny as him, <laughs> but I'm not saying yeah. that. But he sounds like, yeah. Yeah. He sounds I think like you funny. 
I'll give you Bloody one more. legend. Every time yeah. I go and shave, every time I go and shave, I assume there's someone else on the planet shaving. So I say, I'm going to go shave too. He <laughs> 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 just assumes that he's not the only one in the world shaving at that moment. <laughs> I'm going to go shave too. Uh, anyway, oh, it's lovely. But it's just, it's How just, lovely. it's just loads of these, and they just keep coming, and they're all, they've all got that slight, that slight pause almost while the audience sort of runs it through their head and goes. Oh yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, it's it's great. I like the way you delivered them as well, Pete. I, oh, I feel like it's... you had a lot of a lot of courage there. I don't know if I'd I'd feel too nervous. I did I feel a bit it. nervous, I'll be honest. Did you? But oh, you did it very well and very <laughs> confidently. But, uh, You're oh, really coming you. on. <laughs> <laughs> but the way he delivers it is like I didn't. I almost did the accent, and I thought no, I won't because that will ruin it. But well, I like that it, though. I thought that was a that was a very a bold decision yeah. that I really I approved okay. of. Good, but yeah, it's like it's like Top Cat or like some sort of cartoon dog delivering the lines when he does it because he's got he's got his long hair and his big sunglasses and he's all sort of um, oh yeah, sort of this awkward goofy smile as he's coming out with this dumb stuff. Oh, it's just oh man, it's so funny. Um, so and he, there's a few specials of his on I think it's just on YouTube even. But um, I was going to say where to watch him is that probably yeah. The best? So so if you literally if you put Mitch Hedberg, so Hedberg is H E D B E R G. If you put that into YouTube, you'll see loads of stuff come up. I'll put a link in the um, in the description as well. But like he was like hyped so so much because I think he was on all the sort of talk shows. He had some breakthrough moment on one of the um, you know American sort of Saturday night talk show things. I don't know yeah. whatever Jimmy Kimmel or whatever, and suddenly he was like the guy and he got this um half a million pound buyout with a this, this never actually happened because it was because uh, he died but he, he got um he got commissioned to write i think a sitcom and, you know he got like this big advance and uh and he was like touted as the the new seinfeld because he was like you know this super funny guy that had just come from nowhere and uh yeah and then uh, and sadly he died um, but uh yeah he's great i recommend i recommend giving him a watch that's my so- thing it is a wonderful thing about what we do that you can be someone with a lot of issues and very different to the normal society and make loads of money out of that and like really do well because of it, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. a really beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Thanks, Pete. Um, sorry, I feel like I've gone into like referee type mode. On this. <laughs> okay, Pete. Yeah. Right, that'll 10 do. points to Peter. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, so, um, just because yeah. I'm aware, do you know what? Really boring, but I've got to talk to my accountant uh, in a bit. Uh, he's going to in a bit. So That's your no, nothing thing. bad, just a very, very long conversation to to, to work out a couple of things. Um, so my epic thing, I'm going to throw in a bit of a silly one. It's Transformers the movie, the original cartoon oh, wow. version. Have either of you seen this? Probably a long time ago. Is it yeah. like in the 80s? Is it that sort of time? Yeah. 86 i think wow. it's I mean, I don't absolutely about wonderful it. i was okay. thinking a lot about it today because i last night i came home drunk from my show um <laughs> and uh it, it was which was great and i lay on the sofa and and watched the netflix version there's a netflix transformer series you know now they're now doing those kind of things but for dads basically so mm. it's like really gritty and uh, <laughs> do you know what i mean it's optimus prime and megatron were, were brothers but now they've broken apart do you know what i mean and they're, yeah. like, and they're sort of Amazing. like arguing about politics and you're seeing like the decepticons he's basically become this trumpian figure and like kind of Amazing. the decepticons are kind of rallying around him and stuff it's kind of amazing but i had right i tweeted about this this morning i had like the, the these thoughts which were a was like oh my god this is amazing 
And then it was like, wow, it's really dark and mature and political. And then my next thought was, fuck me, this is boring. And then my because <laughs> it's really boring. They don't even transform at any point. They just oh, fucking, no. they talk just talk about being brothers <sighs> and shit. And then um and then I was like, hang on, I've seen all this before. And I realized I'd watched it all before, pissed at another time. <laughs> I had the exact perfect. I had the exact same reactions. Absolutely and then my final reaction was falling asleep. Um, but I, I am going to finish it at some point, I'm sure. But anyway, Transformers the movie was an 80s thing. Um, at the time, it totally bombed. It was a massive mistake. Partly because they kill Optimus Prime, a spoiler, in mm-hmm. the first like 15 minutes. Uh-huh. But that is, to me, made it amazing. Because they have this kind of mm-hmm. soft rock. I don't know if you call it soft rocket. You know that kind of, actually, the music that we're, hopefully, if Dan finishes making it, we're going to use for this. Um, but you know that kind of like, uh, I guess it would be a sort of, motley crew kiss but but like nicer less you know harsh and so mm. when optimus prime first appears they play that song which you might have heard that goes uh you got the touch you got the power mm. and at that point the decepticons are blitzing autobot city i'm literally quoting from the film here um and they're tearing <laughs> apart autobot city also it's really you're seeing Transformers, your favorite old Transformers being blown to pieces, dead bodies just Whoa. lying there. It's, you know, it's Whoa. the stakes of couldn't be bloody higher, quite frankly. Um, uh, <laughs> Devastator, who is five Decepticons that combine to make a bigger Decepticon, is literally pulling apart the, the gates of Autobot City. Um, uh, and then Megatron screams, their defenses are broken! Uh, in for the kill you know fuck what's gonna happen then you see the ship appearing with optimus on there and he he says megatron must be stopped no matter the cost fuck i can li- i think i could quote the entire film here um and then he jumps out turns into a truck just fucking runs over about seven of them uh <laughs> all while you've got the power when all hell's breaking loose you'll be right in the eye of the storm this is going on as optimus transforms into optimus blast them away uh you know <laughs> then him and megatron fight megatron's like uh why throw away your life so recklessly, Prime? And he says, uh, one shall stand and one shall fall. And they have this huge battle. Prime wins, but Hot Rod gets in the way. Uh, so Megatron does a sneaky and kills Prime. Fuck, it's amazing, guys. It's wow. the best movie ever and made. That's like the I first... realise I'm now just telling you everything that happens. It's per- the it's ADHD perfect, that... is kicking in hard, guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, then Prime dies. And the matrix of matrix of leadership is passed on uh, to Ultra Magnus, the next leader. And and fuck, it's so sad. It's so like I I cry now if I watch it. It's so wow. powerful. Like Game and of Thrones. If, like no character oh, is safe one, now. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. That's why it's so epic. Because you know. Yeah. And then Hot Rod, who's the kid who causes Prime's death, kind of thing. I say a kid. He's a robot, voiced by Judd uh, Nelson from The Breakfast Club. Um, right. Oh, and famously, Orson Welles plays Unicron, a giant yes, planet. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a he's a, was apparently very down on that. That was his last performance. I think it's his best performance. That was his last performance, really. <laughs> yes, it was his last. Wow. Except for the uh, wine advert, obviously. I think it might have been even. Well, maybe. Wow. No, I think this was after that. And he has. <laughs> 
my favorite line of all time that me and my friend uh, Dave used to say to each other, which is, um, uh, he says, uh, I considered sparing your wretched little planet Cybertron, but now you will witness its dismemberment. <laughs> Beautiful line. <laughs> well said by Orson. Um, and then at the end, yeah, so he's like this big baddie that's destroying everything, and Hot Rod gets the Matrix. It's a very Star Wars moment. He becomes, and then you hear Optimus's voice goes, Arise, Rodimus Prime. And he goes, Optimus. Rodimus Prime is not a great name. I am. And then <laughs> Hot Rod sort of grows, becomes Rodimus Prime, defeats Galvatron, who's the new Megatron, and destroys Unicron. And it's so exciting. <laughs> and, the, and at the end, you see him running with fire behind him, and they play You've Got the Touch again. I just, I can't imagine any critic not giving that film five stars <laughs> wow anyway so that's my epic, epic thing it's epic just because it is actually that good or is it or is there, oh. I think there a lot of nostalgia in there as well obviously obviously there's a lot of yeah. nostalgia i don't i mean i've got friends who have seen it since i watched it every day for about a year when i was a kid yeah mm. uh i've got friends who've seen it since and gone oh, it's dreadful. It's not as good as you remember. And the songs, oh. they've got all those stupid... And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Every moment of this film is amazing. Um, mm. I, I think, I guess it's the... Uh, what is it? I guess Hot Rod represents that sense that you can become a great thing, even if you feel like a dweeb, mm. like The Matrix does or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can. Yeah. And again, a lot of my stuff goes back to like semi-weird religious ideas, I'm realizing. But like, I guess Optimus is this, again, the father figure. Do you know what I mean? Passing on the mantle, right, the rise yeah. of Optimus Prime, you know, all mm. this stuff. Um, like sort of think, ideas of masculinity and coming of age I, and that sort of thing. I get, I, it's funny, yeah, I never think of those things like He-Man and, and all those things from my childhood as masculine, but I guess they were all about being masculine, weren't they? I, do you know what I think, not to get overly overly serious but like um like we were saying about childhood and having problems with family and, and my my family life was quite insane growing up and very disjointed and all over the shop and crazy stuff being said and done and all that stuff and um uh i think it really was a escape mm. that mm. world and a yeah. sense it's like of just, pure pure escape so like, different you, yeah i watched a great documentary about he-man and they were saying how what it did was it gave these kids power Mm. they actually i have the power and all that and i think transformers the same in it you 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 know you were you were a kid and you were sort of the world was scary and especially then the 80s you had thatcher nuclear war and all stuff much like kids i imagine a feeling now yeah fully enough my my daughter's got very into the new the new he-man which is very good uh. not got into the new transformers because as i said it's mm. insanely boring yeah <laughs> <laughs> But it's uh, anyway, that's my epic thing. Oh, cool. uh, I just like uh, um, what that makes me think of is the childhood films that I watched a lot, and uh, and the things that I repeatedly watched over and over. And there's, I, I'm sure there is like a a quality of them that enabled us as children to watch them over and over. Like, there's got to be something inherently good about them for it, to do that to a child. But also, the nostalgia thing is. Like it feels like it's it sort of unlocks different parts of your brain because developmentally you accelerate so fast when you're a child, and so if you watch the same film for like a two year stretch of your childhood, like that's a formative part of your life. Like, yeah. and so of course you're gonna love it when you're older because it's it, made you who you are. Yeah, it's yeah. been it's 
sort of like a family member, right? Mm. And there's like yeah. a, a, a real thing there. Yeah. I think I, I, yeah, I mean, I sort of say some of the lines in real life, I think. <laughs> in the, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, do you, I don't say to people, one shall stand and one shall fall. You, know, you, but you I, say that all the time. <laughs> he said, he said he you do say it a lot of the French. You do say it a lot. <laughs> Someone put what really, really made me laugh is, um, and I'm not going to comment on it for obvious reasons because I know they're both, but there was a, a little beef between, like, not really even a beef, the Stuart Lee and Ricky Gervais thing. Oh, yeah. Did you see that on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, where yeah. you go? But um, someone put, um, someone put that, because someone put, I, can you actually just like them both? Yeah. Now Murray replied, no, there could be only one. Which actually I realise isn't the same line, but you know. But similar, similar deal. Right, should we, just because yeah. we're coming up to about 45 minutes, should we do, yep, should we do a quick to... round quick round of mundane things? You got time before your accountant calls? That's your mundane yep. thing sorted, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, there we go. We'll just say that. Although I hasten to add my accountant's a lovely man and I actually really quite enjoy chatting to him. Okay. And I did mm. accidentally email him. I, no, I emailed him on purpose, but I accidentally put a kiss at the end yesterday. <laughs> uh, oh, a you love your I don't, I'm not, as uh, we know, boys, we're all soft. We have no problems with mm. kissing, giving, with snogging in broad daylight with each other. Mm. <laughs> uh, three tongs at once. But, uh, uh, but oh, no. I don't feel we, I'm not sure we're quite ready for a, a kiss, me and my accountant. I don't know. Maybe that's the beginning of something amazing. It could be. Fingers could crossed. Be. Maybe he'll be I'm in the crew next journey. year. Yeah, who knows? Want... Can can we let an accountant into the crew? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> that break we might the dynamic. need one. We might. Yeah. We're earning quite a lot cr- as a crew. Yeah. Well, we're we certainly spending it. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a lot of deductibles. <laughs> That's want... my mundane thing: okay. money, tax. Oh yeah, and all a that. lot. A lot but less. Also, I don't my... want to talk about it. I've got mine ready. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, very ready and waiting. My mundane thing is this. I hate it when people, you know, on WhatsApp, right? You have the thing where the little blue ticks come up to show that someone's read your message. You know that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But I hate it when people have that switched off. So, you know, you, you can go to settings yeah. and you can, oh, have you? Yeah, oh, okay. I've switched it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let me, let me tell you why. <laughs> I know fully why you do it, right? Because it's like you don't want to have people to know that you've seen the message so you don't have to reply straight away. Is that the deal? Coward. I just coward. It, I think it might have been It's a very stressful was, idea, though. Yeah. It yeah. might have been when I was getting together with my girlfriends. I found yeah. it too stressful, like waiting to see you whether she messaged. Say girlfriends, message. then. Girlfriend. Right. No, just one. When I was getting with your together three with my girlfriends. Multiple... When you were lining up your girlfriends. Is she's yeah. got she's got multiple personalities. Uh, nice, and, nice. Um, but no, no. When we were getting together, I found it too stressful waiting to see whether she'd read the message and or what she was stage reply. that was. Yeah, at. yeah. And I was I just like, that, yeah. I, oh, there's a button I can press that removes this. And after that, okay. I'd just be like, adds an air of mystery to me. No, it does. Yeah, keeps, but then keeps but also that when, relationship when you, alive. When you turn <laughs> off, <laughs> when you turn off the ticks, it means you can't see as well yes. when other people have read yours, right? Um, yeah, yeah, that's the which, problem. So, and that always reminds me of like the twits when they don't have windows on their house because they don't want people looking in without realizing that means they can't look out now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, wow, yeah. And yeah. Um, so that's what I think. I think, I think, I think you're all cowards, James. <laughs> <laughs> I gleefully, absolutely will accept the label of cowards okay. <laughs> in this okay. respect. Fair I enough. am. Also, I'm afraid it's, also it's based as, out of fear. As much as this, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. As much as this, uh, I did it for a bit and then stopped for the reason that you said. But 
as much as these things are wonderful, I sort of long for a day where we don't even have to think about any of this. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> as in, as in WhatsApp or social media or any yeah. of that stuff. I got a water bottle, and it's got on it a symbol for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wow. and I'm like, why? Why is that there? Have so you, the, have, you, have you sent your water like, bottle a friend request? I, <laughs> I mean, it, I just long for the day where everything you buy doesn't have fucking hashtag, on Facebook hashtag on water. It. Hashtag, yeah, because hashtag hydration. Of course you're on all those things. Everyone's on all those things. And also because you're a company, no one is ever going to look at your stuff. It's yeah. like, mm. it's so weird. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I've slipped in a, mud, a mundane thing with your mundane yeah, thing. Yeah, I've got a mundane thing. The Trojan Let's mundane. hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> Queuing. Because oh, yeah. uh, old queen, uh, R.I.P. Liz is in a box. Yeah, she's in a box. Or is she? That's the thing. They don't know. But there's the, <laughs> like, yeah, the yeah. biggest the biggest ever queue is currently snaking around London. Uh, and I'm I'm actually after Have you this, seen I'm gonna, it? I'm going to go and have I'm going to go and walk the length of the queue because it seems like a fun thing to do to go and have a look. I'm going to go and do that after this. Oh, wow. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and just, just what are you going to you going to sneer at them? I'm going to try and cut in at the front. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'd get, I'd get arrested get or murdered. For treason. Yeah, it's, it's it'd pretty be really it bad. A good opportunity to fly for your talk. <laughs> yeah, no, I probably should do actually because it is a lot of people coming in from different places, right? I should just yeah. targeted. Just ask. I don't know how many people are in it, but it's like five miles long now. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot mad, of people. That's going to take so like a mad. whole day, isn't it? It's like you're exit flyering the queen. <laughs> Yeah. I did think of that, yeah, just standing outside at the yeah. end and just being like, do you want to come? If you enjoyed the, if you enjoyed the Queen, you'll love this. If you and enjoyed, also, when, and you're, like, when you're at the Queen, are like people, be, you know, when you're in a taxi queue and mm. people are like, oh, it's bloody only one of them getting in that car. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think they're like that or, or, and sort of like, come on, hurry up. You know. Yeah, well, um, it is that I mean, they have not, to, but... the queue has to not stop. Because yes. so no one could like rest because so they're constantly sort of moving past straight, the queen. Sail straight past it when you get there. That's so funny. You queue for all that time and then you're like walking straight past it. Yeah, <laughs> you have to like, constantly stay in motion. That's, that's the thing we were queuing not, for. Shit. Not yeah. to sound, uh, you know, I don't want to get in trouble with with royalists. <laughs> that's the last thing I want to do right now. <laughs> but um, it, it all feels a bit Stalinistic, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, matter. except very Stalin did it properly, and at least he was in a glass case. Like, I yeah. honestly, that's Lenin, like, I think that's if you Lenin. got to see the Queen's no, actual, or was that Lenin? Or was that Lenin? Lenin, Lenin uh, is. I don't know if Stalin, I don't think Stalin oh, would okay. because he's kind of hate, more hated than Lenin. Although Lenin, it was later found out, was pretty much just as bad as Stalin. He ordered yeah. the deaths of 100,000 kulaks for like no reason, just to show. Just oh, to is that show true? He's, he's more the general narrative is it would have all been all right if Stalin hadn't got in. But yeah, exactly. But Lenin was, case, Lenin was so. absolutely brutally violent as well. Did Stalin Turns shoot out. himself? Did Stalin shoot himself? <laughs> no, um, I don't know how Stalin went out. Actually. A man that narcissistic wouldn't do something. He exploded. Like exploded. He exploded. <laughs> was it spontaneous, uh, like that human combustion thing? Trotsky, like, uh, Trotsky got an ice pick to the spine. Yeah. That? yeah. That's a lovely way to go. Yeah, yeah. Rasputin was, uh, was shot, drowned, poisoned. Poisoned strangled <laughs> yeah yeah and then yeah. uh yeah he was and just in the end just they just kept fucking kicking him <laughs> <laughs> come on yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. wow anyway we've gotten soviet russia mundane yeah. things well i mean the queue yeah 
Very mundane. I imagine living in Soviet Russia in in the back in those days. But they had the was... bread queues, didn't they? So we're well, back yeah, on, we're back into queues. Very mundane. Also very terrifying, but also like a weird, bizarre mix of like but being that... really bored and really scared. <laughs> that Stalinistic thing. You know, you know, you mentioned how it was like the sort of Stalinistic. You know, the thing of like the first person to stop applauding after Stalin had spoken would be like quietly disappeared. So, Jesus. So that's why. So that. So they. So they would. Fuck applaud, me. So they'd, so they'd applaud for like. They'd applaud for like. Eight, oh eight my hours, god. Eight hours. After oh the speech, my so god. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Finally, so someone what, would collapse. How, oh god. Yeah. Finally, what someone a, would just. Yeah. What an absolute motherfucker, wasn't he? That guy. <laughs> that is. There really are. There really have been some dreadful people. Um. Well. Oh. Anyway. To. Before we go, to pick us out of the mundaneness, uh, a nice thing, anyone? A nice thing? Here's a, a nice, nice thing. thing, James. Here's yeah. a nice thing from Pete. I bought a little handheld clothes steamer, right? It's like a little, it looks like a kind of like a bit bigger than an electric shaver, that sort of thing. And if you've got, I wear suits all the time for my work, right? So this is mundane, but but it's great because it's, because basically I wear suits and they get all, all crinkly and whatever if you, if you sit on a train in them. And normally I had to go and dry clean them because you can't really iron a suit without it going all shiny. Get a little handheld yeah. steamer, about 30 quid or something on Amazon. Just steam it. All the, all the creases drop out. Lovely stuff. While you, not while you're wearing it. Not while you're wearing it. That would hurt. Um, but yeah, you just, just hang on a little coat hanger, move the little steamer down it. The, the creases drop out. Lovely. Um, so that's my, that's my also mundane, but whew, it's given me such pleasure. <laughs> Anything um, but, frankly. I, I've got a yeah, nice thing. Seeing your faces, oh, it's nice. Oh, we're on a zoom. Yeah. We're on a zoom while we're recording this, and it's it's been. I've not seen your faces since Edinburgh, and it's really nice to see you. It's really nice. Yeah, it feels yeah, it's too. lovely. It's lovely. Uh, one with my ADHD. This is my nice thing. One nice thing I get is that time mean doesn't exist really, uh, which is kind of uh, for me, which is mm. sort of um, it can be very bad. But in in terms of society, but the more I've got used to it and understood it, the more I've come to realise uh, it's kind of great because, like you say that, whereas I, I there's no distance between when <laughs> we were last together. <laughs> That's so cool. Is actually quite a nice thing. So yeah. I'm starting to I'm genuinely starting to find all the good elements of it now. Yeah, that's really, really lovely. Sweet. So that's a nice thing. Lovely. Oh, Thanks, James. Where Cheers. can we follow you and where's the best way for people to come on? Uh, see you on tour? Just I'm on Twitter, I guess, mm-hmm. but I don't really twi- like just I'd say my advice in terms of plugging things. Give us your handle in, anyway. Now you have a it. good life. Uh, no, I just want people to live good lives of happiness. Mm-hmm. And if you want to come and see one of my shows, you know how to do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Google gonna... learning to fly by James. <laughs> yeah, Roland. there you go. Colin yeah, Roland, there exactly. Go. James Roland. Yeah. Roland is with a W in it. Roland. Um, yes. Yeah, look him up. He's great. Or don't. All right, guys. Or <laughs> don't. Just, yeah. just yeah, do whatever don't. you want to do. Live yeah, your life. Be you. yeah. I'm at Enjoy Pete. It, Pete. Colin is at Colin Holt. We're all on you Twitter. See, Pete's a businessman, James. That's the yeah. difference. Yeah, I like the Pete's fact that I was like, man. oh, I forgot that you'll obviously. You're like Van Gogh or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just walking around barefooted around. I'm just going to go and look at the queue, man. <laughs> <Did> it... 
<laughs> Although you've su- you've surpassed Van Gogh already because you got like a five star in the Guardian. He never got any. Never got one of those. No, no one had a bloody kind word to say about that poor guy. <laughs> no, but, yeah, bless him. All right, yes, and uh, yeah, I'm on tour as well. If you go to berksnest.com is probably the easiest way to find all the tickets. And you can book Pete Heat for your shows and stuff, can't you, Pete? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be doing some shows. Just I'm going to be doing some. Yeah, peterheat.co.uk. I haven't bought the .com, which is very stupid of me. Very short-sighted of me. Um, uh, yeah, I'll be doing some stage shows. I'll be taking my Edinburgh show to a couple of London venues, maybe Brighton venue shortly. Anyway. Um, lovely. lovely. And I've got a website at last. I am colinholt.com or .co.uk. I did the double. It, yeah, I did the double. Um, and you can find all the info about shows on there as well. Uh, please like and review us. And give us five oh, yeah. stars. Also, we really do want you that. to. We really want you to tweet at us and t- or whatever. Get in touch and tell oh, us. Yeah. Um, tell us some epic things of your own, or, or or just any anything you liked or didn't like. We 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 really want that because you might think we wouldn't really see it or whatever. We'll definitely see it. We've got nothing else to do. Um, yeah. So we'd we'd like to know that we're not just sharing. And, and genuinely, it means a lot when you message us that you've even listened to it because yeah, right now we, we love have it. no idea. We, it's very early days and we haven't really looked if anyone is or yeah. anything. So if you enjoy yeah. it. Or even if you just listen to it. But yeah, please do send us your epic and mundane things. Yes, definitely. And uh, any experiences you've cool. had. Um, See you next thanks week. Thanks to Alex for producing and thanks to everyone thank else for you, any Alex. help they've given us. We're really yeah. bad at ending. We probably have a Patreon. Look it up. We haven't yet, but by now, I'm sure we have. Yeah, we might have. Long live the king. Long live the king. <laughs> <laughs> epic things. <laughs> yeah, you're going to sing us out, James. Oh, epic yeah. things. The kind of things you like to queue for. <laughs> epic things. Kind of things like go for a Swim, epic things. Wow, he was really, he was really. Long live the kings. (laughs) Long live all those. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Kings. Those <laughs> kings.